Do big name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lugnuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Bruce Springsteen to Rock 102. Uh, the weather, I will tell you about in uh, like two seconds. Take your time. Uh, well, well, it's more than two seconds now. But it's going to be sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. Looking at 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Comedian Leslie Liao is going to be on uh, Netflix on a uh, show called Verified Stand-Up. She's one of uh, several comics that are going to be part of that show. Uh, she'll be joining us later on today. Yes, and uh, also Gary Rome will be here later on this morning uh, to talk about the toy drive that they got going on uh, for the kids. And here we are thinking there was nothing going on today. Ah, there's always something going on. Yeah, that is much you might think. Anyway, that's what's coming up today. It's 535 at Rock 102. Listen for Snow Country Ski Reports Monday through Friday at 9.45 a.m. and 6.15 p.m. Brought to you by Aquapump. Do it once. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 5.52 and Don Henley with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aquapump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. John Lennon's murderer, Mark David Chapman's deranged confessions are being heard for the very first time, revealing how he gunned down the Beatle when a voice in his head said, Do it! Do it! The uh, killer's words will be part of a new Apple TV Plus documentary, John Lennon, Murder Without a Trial, released on Wednesday ahead of the uh, 43rd anniversary of the murder on Friday. It will also detail the Beatles' last moment, uh, described on camera for the first time by the two of the witnesses to his murder, and how his final words were, Ow. I'm shot. I would have thought it was ow. I'm shot. That they sampled that and they put it on one of the albums and you play it backwards, it says, I'm not. You know what's unbelievable? What? 43 years. Yeah. I I remember it like it was 14 years ago. You know, I just asked you before we went on the air what day it was and you didn't remember what day it was. And I'm like, you lived through this. Yeah, I know. I, I was remember- a child. I was a baby. I remember it was a Monday night because... Uh, on Monday Night Football, that's when Howard Cosell announced it. I woke up on Tuesday to go to school because, you know, I couldn't stay up to watch no football game. Yeah. And my dad told me that John Lennon died. How about that? Yeah. And I tried to argue, but I was too distraught to go to school. And uh, the old man didn't buy it. Couldn't stay home? Play your Beatles records backwards? I, I said, Dad, how am I, how am I expected to learn anything in high school when something like this happens? Uh, the documentary casts new light on how the 68-year-old Chapman, who has repeatedly failed in his bids to be paroled for the murder, confessed to it behind bars, claiming he shot Lennon because he was a phony. 
Under hypnosis and a preparation for a trial that was slated to have him pleading insanity, Chapman recalled sitting on the curb, seeing a black limo pull up uh, to the building. And then uh, the door opened and Yoko emerged. He remembered seeing Lennon exiting next. I see a struggle, he says. Part of me didn't want to do it. Part of me did. I had a voice in my head saying, do it. Do it. Yeah. Well, you know, I think when uh, the voices in your head are telling you to kill somebody. Yeah. You should probably look for a second opinion. Well, by then, Chapman had already walked six feet toward the famous Beatle, took the gun out of my pocket and aimed at him and just fired away all five shots. I felt like it was not me, but it was me. Oh, that's the uh, that's mental illness for you. That's mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, there was the other one I just saw yesterday. He's out now, and they just did a full interview, like he's free. The guy who shot uh, Hinckley, the the guy who shot uh, sure. Reagan, right? Like he's like he's doing like he's doing the interview tour now. Oh yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's doing the circuit, and uh, you know, even David Berkowitz, the son of Sam, he's as uh, he's as right as rain today. He's perfectly healthy. See, sometimes people just need to get uh, the right help. Yeah, I mean, one dog tells him to shoot a bunch of people and he buys into it. Now, you know, the dog's been gone for a long time. The dog has crossed the Rainbow Bridge. The Rainbow Bridge. Yes. Many times over. I'll say. Yeah. And he's uh, he's having conversations up there at the Rainbow Bridge, telling the other dogs, kill, kill, I want you to kill. (laughs) Can you believe I got this dope to do all that stuff? (laughs) They're all laughing. (laughs) Uh, Brenda Lee released Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree 65 years ago And now for the first time ever It's the number one song in the country And it's broken a few records on its way to the top At 78 years old, Brenda is the oldest artist to top the Hot 100 How about that? I wonder what her eras look like (laughs) Well, there was Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree And that lasted uh, from 1964 to 1978 And then there was Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree That lasted from 1978 to 1988 All these eras that she's had Is revolved around the one song I'd spend $2,000 to get floor seats to that show I would definitely do that. Uh, replacing Louis Armstrong at the top of the Hot 100, who was 62 when Hello Dolly hit number one in 1964. Well, there you go. Yeah, big hit. Rocking around the Christmas tree is the, only the third holiday number one ever. The first was the Chipmunk song in 1958, followed by Mariah Carey's "All I Want for Christmas Is You," is you which has made it 12 times since 2019. It also has the record for the longest time between a song's release and its rise to number one. Mariah's Christmas Classic had the previous record. It was released in 1994, and it took 25 years to reach the top. It is a classic. And Brenda was only 13 years old when she recorded that. I didn't know that either. Oh, she was a precocious young lady. Uh, It came out in 1958. It peaked at number 14 in 1960, then spent nine weeks at number two between December of 2019 and 2022 holiday season. I haven't uh, found it within myself to start playing Christmas music around the house. Why not? It's Christmas season. I'm just not there yet. Uh, you know, it's everywhere anyway. You walk into a store, it's on all the speakers and everything. Uh, yeah, but if you if you become a shut-in for like 30 days, you don't have to hear any of it. Right. Bobby Helms' Jingle Bell Rock uh, also occupy the top 10 this week. He's at number four. Wham's Last Christmas, number five, our favorite. Mm-hmm. Burl Ives, Holly Jolly Christmas is number six. Oh, and that's and, a good one. And Andy Williams, It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year is number 10. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Is it? Yeah, no, it really is. 
That's the one. Uh, is that the coming down the chimney down? Is that the guy? Yes. That's the one? That's the one. Nah. Classic. It's about time for this annual debate as well. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I say yes. In a new poll, only 26% say it is, while 50% say no, and 23% say they're not sure. I say it's Christmas-ish. Eh, it's a Christmas movie. It's not an entirely a Christmas movie. It's Christmas-like. Yes, but he saves everybody in the end, and everybody gets to go home for Christmas, and the snow starts falling. Well, the, the fake snow starts falling. Well, it's not, there's really no snow. I thought it was Alan Rickman who kept falling. Yes. Y- Yippee-ki-yay. <laughs> Whatever, you know, he says it, too. Right. Uh, yeah. If you get Bruce Willis also had said it's not a Christmas movie when he was, you know, well with it. So I don't know. I don't know who to believe. Who do you believe? Uh, listen, I, I could go either way on it. I don't find myself taking a stance one way or another. Okay. If right. it, if it happened around Christmas time and there's like a snowflake in the air, okay, fine. Christmas. Kim Kardashian has become a partner in a new vitamin and supplement business where she has released a new pink lemonade flavored energy drink called Kimade. Really? Yes. Just had something to say. Oh my God, the last time someone tasted pink Kimade was when Ray J tongue washed the first Slurpee in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for thirty nine ninety five. Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty with her mother, Chris Kim, but she once gave me the nickname Pillsbury Sourdough Boy. <laughs> she graced me with a vagisil mustache. Okay. What are you trying to say? All I'm trying to say is next time you ask what's for dessert and she says bottomless bread pudding. <laughs> Ask questions. <laughs> Does that come in a can? <laughs> Ta-da! And that's your Hollywood trash at Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 612 and ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It's uh, 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, later on this morning, we'll talk to uh, comedian uh, Leslie Liao. She is going to be a part of a uh, Netflix uh, comedy special called Verified Stand-Up. It's a bunch of other comics uh, who are being featured in this, and she's one of them. And she's worked for Netflix for years, so we'll talk to her probably about uh, 7 o'clock or so. Yeah. Hey, I know we don't like to do uh, political stuff uh, that often. Right. But uh, sometimes it's it's worth noting, you know, th- these idiots that go in and out of this government. Can we just say alleged idiots? Because until you're proven to be an actual idiot, uh, you, know, you don't want to just cast a wide net. Yes, I'm casting a wide net, and they all are idiots. But uh, George Santos, this guy who was expelled from Congress on Friday. Yes. George Santos wasted no time seeking a new income stream since being expelled from Congress on Friday, adding his name and availability as, quote, former congressional icon to website Cameo, a website that offers access to thousands of celebrities for a request of a personalized video message for any occasion. Is he really a uh, like an icon? I I guess he is. I mean, I mean, well, I call myself an icon when that was just somebody who wrote that on a comedy poster once, yeah. and it just stuck with us for the last ten years. Yeah, but now it's not wrong. Now you're a local radio icon. I, I don't know if I would be an icon locally speaking. Locally, regionally, yes, yeah. regionally, that's true. If you're going to say I'm a nationally yeah. rated uh, radio icon, well, that would be false. That's true. Uh, it's not. Or it, it was not clear early on Monday if the George Santos on cameo was genuine. The Congressional Office for New York's District Three 
had no information and requests for confirmation from Cameo were not returned. However, Santos himself added the link to his supposed Cameo page uh, to his uh, Twitter X biography. Uh, recent videos uploaded to the page include a congratulations note to Paige, a birthday, birthday tribute to Jack, and a message to Megan, referring to Megan Hunt, a uh, state senator in Omaha's District 8, which features Santos offering something of a pep talk. I don't know. I don't know when. See, this is. I don't follow any of this stuff. Is there something going on with that lady? Uh, which one? Megan Hunt. I, uh, I never I heard of her before. I don't really I, see, this is. I don't really care. But this is. Uh, this is his message that he uh, has delivered. Where is it? How can uh, I, I don't know. There, okay. Here Megan, how are you, darling? I hear that you're getting some tough heat in the press and that life might be a little rocky now. Let me tell you something. If you believe in what you stand for and if you fight for what you do and you stand by those convictions, screw the haters. The haters are going to hate. Look, they can boot me out of Congress, but they can't take away my good humor or my larger-than-life personality nor my good faith and the absolute pride I have for everything I've done. So this is about you, Megan. Be yourself Ugh. unapologetically. Just love yourself. Just make sure that you don't buy into the hate and stand your ground and don't let them force you out. Don't let them don't bully you. It. You do you, girl. Yes. I'm cheering for you. Oh, God. All right, let me just put this into perspective. Yeah. Okay, so he's now available on Cameo. Yeah. It will cost you $200 to have George Santos do a video for you on Cameo. Not only that, uh, if you even want to send him a message, it costs you 10 bucks just to send him a message. Right. Uh, while, the while the requests for the 35-year-old Santos will be, entertaining, uh, will be entertaining remain to be seen, the uh, $10 cost to even send him a message as The Guardian, this is where I'm reading it from, has done could begin in small ways to make up for the loss of the $174,000 in congressional pay. You know, if you just kept your mouth shut, you could have been uh, you could have been a happy little pig or just if you making just... $174,000 a year or you just told the truth once in a while, that would have been uh, that would have really distracted people. Yeah, but it took this long to do this. I mean, they already knew that he was lying about stuff before when he was running. And then he gets the seat, and then they still can't uh, get rid of him. And then they finally get rid of him. The, Congress getting rid of somebody and telling them they're a liar is like me telling somebody they drink too much. <laughs> you drink too much. It's kind of like, like me telling you, hey, you should maybe cut down on your portions. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm, the, I'm the wrong guy to probably tell you that. Enough of that. Yeah. You know? But uh, it's it just like me saying, you're going to eat all of that? You know, for 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 an entire uh, group of fraudulent uh, jerks to tell a, a another jerk, hey, you're more fraudulent than we are. We can't have this going on here. <laughs> now here's the thing: yeah. Be before he was expelled from Congress, he yeah. was only charging seventy five dollars for the message. But now that he's out of Congress, now he's been booted out. Now his cachet has been jacked up. By 125 bucks. Well, he's probably going to face some lawsuits and all that other stuff. That legal fund is going to need to grow. So if you want to send a personalized message, this would be the last person I'd want a personalized message from. I mean, we tried to do this years ago for the live show yeah, where we tried to pay Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, to say some things for the live show like, uh, 
you know, like, hey, Steve, stop hanging around my house at night. And 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 that was the end of that. They, they, she wouldn't even entertain the idea, which is too bad because uh, the rest of the script was hilarious. And we were willing to pay ninety dollars for a message from Jennifer Love Hewitt. That's a. That's I would a, pay two hundred dollars for Jennifer Love Hewitt before. a lot faster than I would do for uh, for George Santos. Yeah, but you know what? There's a bunch of idiots out there that follow these people and are willing to give up the two hundred dollars. Oh, look at this! I got this uh, kicked out uh, uh, congressman for two hundred bucks. You know, it's I wish more. Wish you a happy birthday. You know, it's uh, even more disturbing. Right. Many of those people that would spend that kind of money on George Santos are the yeah. very same people that voted him into the office. Yeah, well, that's, that's think about true. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, one thing to be in Congress and to be a pathological liar. It's another thing to have convinced a whole block of voters. Yeah, but did <laughs> that you're better? That you're the better option. Yeah, but but that's my point. Like, who are you going up? Who was he up against? I don't even remember who it was. Uh, you know, Some a, other guy. A lack of hope and uh, I guess so. and, and and nothing else. Uh, Santos said he was on cameo, having fun and connecting with all you folks. I have no goals, just going with the flow and living life. You didn't have any goals when you were in Congress either, except to agitate people. Oh my God! Uh, <laughs> separately, Santos has vowed via X to uh, begin a program of self-styled restorative justice. My community service will be to clean up Congress of its corrupt frauds in a bipartisan way. My road to redemption will be serving the American people. Uh, will he be doing that when he's a contestant on Dancing with the Stars? Uh, I don't know. You know what? I ca- I'm kind of interested to see what he has to say because, uh, you know, a, the most dangerous person in the world is a person who doesn't care about anything. And this guy seems to not care about anything. So I want to know what, like... What he's going to reveal about these other scumbags that work in the government to begin with. <laughs> well, the funny thing about it is, would you believe anything he said? Um, if he, I, if he I don't started, know. I, I don't know. If he started dishing out information, like damaging information about anybody else in Congress, let's say, for example, Mitt Romney, who couldn't stand the guy. Yeah. Let's say he's uh, he's got a couple of really interesting, juicy tidbits about Mitt Romney. Yeah. You're going to believe him? One... He I, has never told the truth in a, a day in his life. I think he it, lies when telling the truth would have served him better. I think I think if you don't like Mitt Romney, you're going to believe anything the guy says. But if he says something bad about somebody you like, then you're going to call him a liar. That's how it works. That's yeah. how the uh, political uh, climate works. But you also need to ask yourself, well, if he's lying about this, why would he not be lying about the thing that I want to believe in? Yeah, I guess you, I, I could see that, but it's it's just nice to it's nice to watch the crap show, isn't it? Every once in a while, just to watch this un, unravel. You know, if you're one of those people that's debating whether or not you should dish out the two hundred bucks to help this guy on cameo, I can give you two hundred reasons why that's a very bad idea. Give me two hundred bucks, I'll give you a pep talk. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you, stay straight. Okay, there you go. Fifty-three seconds. That's uh, that's two hundred bucks. I'd be you. happy to give you positive affirmations for two hundred bucks. I, hey, handsome, how you doing? I let would, me tell you. Let me tell you how you can turn your life around. Yeah, let me tell you how I can help you from my downfall. <laughs> what can I do to tell you? Here's the pep talk. For yeah, you. here, here. Follow my example by not following my example. Uh, but yeah, two hundred bucks for a video, like you said. Uh, he initially sold each one for seventy-five dollars, but up the price hours later. Wow, five people want this. Let me get it up to two hundred bucks. Now I'm finally worth something. Right, for seventy-five, I'd probably do it. 
just to say, hey, look at this. I got this, uh, this schlub from Congress that got kicked out last week. <laughs> he's he's here to wish our holiday party a very happy uh, Christmas. Yeah. yeah. You never know because maybe maybe that'll increase in value. Kind of like uh, you know buying the, uh, the Babe Ruth rookie card. Oh yeah, you know, you know, a million years ago, all of a sudden it's worth something. Yeah, the, uh, the hey, by ten years from now, that George Santos cameo will be worth two hundred and one dollars. It's six twenty-two with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred and two. Men, <laughs> Rock one hundred and two, Springfield's classic rock. It's six twenty-eight and Queen with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred and two. I believe Dan Brown's ready with the weather, right? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what were you just I saying? Just, I was just looking through my uh, my Facebook memories. And uh, I made a comment on a, on a post you made from 10 years ago. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. That would be uh, 2013. 2013, yeah. uh, December 5th. And the, uh, your, uh, your quote was, Nelson Mandela dies at 95. That's five miles an hour faster than Paul Walker. <laughs> Pure Wow, gold, I got some pretty Steve. good stuff in there. And I, you know what? You can come see me Thursday <laughs> night at the Loft Comedy Club for $20 and a show, but you got to get the tickets on Venmo online first. If not, otherwise, it's 25 at the door. You don't want to miss out on comedy classics like that uh, one. Maybe I, should do, maybe I should do my Facebook memories comedy. <laughs> I have that book. Remember the book I wrote years oh, yeah, ago that you yeah. wrote a foreword for? It was called, uh, I can't even say the title of the book. I don't remember what it was. Uh, yes. Uh, I can't I can't even like paraphrase it because it was so bad. But it's published. It's in the Library of Congress. I have the copyright and everything for it. It's in the Library of Congress? Yes. I, the I, one in Washington. Yes, the in one America. In, in America, it only costs like twenty five or fifty dollars to to register it, and then uh, I'm a published author. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, yet, yeah, and yet, I hope that was in there. It's I hope that made the cut. It's called face fudging. So, but it's not really fudging. It's yeah, something else, right? Uh, but it's spelled with a ph, so it's really not yeah. even really. Uh, yeah. Isn't that something? Well, hey, you know what? That'll be uh, that'll be worth something someday, <laughs> don't you think? Worth at least a two hundred dollar cameo call. Listen, for twenty bucks, uh, I'll send you a copy. Oh, How about perfect. that? How Great. about that? You want to laugh? Now? I do. All right. Oh wait, where is this? How come this thing isn't working? Uh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, there you go. All right, now. It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. On Rock 102. I make you laugh. Springfield's <laughs> classic rock. <sighs> going to go back to the uh, the early days of the Bible. Okay. And God says to Adam, I want you to do something for me. And Adam goes, oh, certainly, Lord. Wh- uh, what can I do? Uh, and, and God says, go in down into the valley. And then, and then Adam goes, well, what's a valley? Right? So then God has to explain to him what a valley is, right? Right. Then he said, uh, cross the river. And then, you know, Adam goes, well, wait a minute. What's a river? Right? <laughs> and God explains what a river is and then continue. Go over the hill. And then Adam goes, well, what's a hill? So then God <laughs> explains what a hill was. And then said, on the other side of the hill, you'll find a cave. And he goes, well, what's a cave? So then God has to explain what a cave is. And he goes, and in the cave, you'll find a woman. And Adam asked, what's a woman? So God explained that to him, too. And he continued, I want you to reproduce. And Adam goes, well, how do I do that? Oh, <laughs> Listen, God uh, muttered under his breath. He then sighed and explained the birds and the bees to Adam, right? He liked that concept very much. Adam does. You know? sure. He's like, wow, that sounds pretty damn good. So he went down into the valley, across the river, and over the hill, and into the cave where he found a woman. And a little while later, Adam returns and says to God, 
Hey, what's a headache? Ah, oh, you think? Because she doesn't want anything to do with them. It's like they're married before they're even married. Bax and Nagel in the morning on Rock 102, Springfield. 635. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news. Brought to you by Gary Rom Hyundai. Technicians get it to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. A Chickabee man is charged with allegedly robbing and assaulting a confidential informant with a firearm. I'm sorry, I gotta plead ignorance here. Was that wrong? Should I have not done that? Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Who had the firearm? The guy that had the uh, that, that beat up the uh, confidential informant, or the confidential informant? No, the guy with the with, uh, that was uh, robbing the confidential informant had the gun. Yes, I'm just saying that the, uh, you know, grammatically that sentence is uh, confusing. Well, it's from 22 News. Do you expect anything more from them? I do not. Then let. <laughs> Just let sleeping dogs lie. Fair enough. That means two things. Uh, according to the Department of Justice in Boston, a four, on May 4th, 38-year-old Hector Loreno intentionally assaulted a confidential informant performing official duties. He allegedly used a Cobra Model 380 caliber pistol to rob the informant of $1,400 belonging to the United States. Loreno was uh, indicted by a federal grand jury in Springfield. On charges of assault and dangerous weapon, uh, a person assisting an officer or employee of the U.S., uh, brandishing a firearm during a cr- during and about a crime of violence, and uh, robbery of money in the United States. So there you go. Mm. Yeah, but it doesn't go on to say, I wonder if this was like, uh, like an undercover job. Well, he's a confidential informant. I mean, people aren't supposed to know that. Yeah, but I wonder if this was like a confidential informant that was working to crack this case or working mm. to crack another case and this guy's just walking down the street and this guy goes, hey, give me all your money. Well, they could tell you that information. If it wasn't so confidential. It's confidential. Yeah, yeah that's know, it. That's the problem. These This government and their little secrets that they hold. Oh, yeah. The last thing you need to know is the truth. Police have identified the vehicle they believe drove away after hitting a pedestrian on Elm Street in East Longmeadow last month. According to Police uh, Lieutenant Steve Manning, Around 8.50 p.m. on Thursday, November 16th, the officers were called to the area of Elm and Hanward Hill for a report of an adult woman lying in the roadway who may have been struck by a vehicle. The investigation indicated that the woman's vehicle had run out of gas and she was attempting to flag down drivers looking for help when she was hit by a car that left the scene. Police believe that suspected vehicle may be a Mercedes that will have front-end damage. Manning did not specify the vehicle believed to be involved was a Mercedes they were originally looking for. They are conducting forensic and DNA analysis from the suspected vehicle, as well as linking evidence found on Elm Street. The police will provide more information as the investigation continues and the vehicle operator can be positively identified. The condition of the woman hit by the vehicle is unknown at this time, but she was taken to the hospital in stable condition at the time. Flagging down somebody for gas and somebody hits you and then drives away? I can Jesus. see somebody hitting somebody because of the darkness outside. Yeah. Like an accident. It's 8.50 p.m. You know, if the car's out of gas, who knows what you know what situation she was in with the thing. But it's when you hit somebody, you really should stop. Yes. And then help that person as opposed to driving away. But what you don't know yeah. is, uh, you know, maybe, just maybe, this person in the Mercedes didn't own the Mercedes. And the last thing that they would want 
would be to be caught by the police. Yeah, that's true, too. Now, again, it's all speculation. I I, I understand. And you know, there are some people who, in the moment of, uh, of, of a crisis, uh, panic and drive away rather than face responsibility. But I think even if I panicked and, like, didn't, as I got, you know, you don't know what the situation is. You, you just wind up hitting somebody. Mm-hmm. At least drive to a police station or something and, and tell. But like you said, there might be something else going on. Yeah. Here. You know, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, I happen to have a conscience. So if I hit somebody, yeah, I would probably pull over to make, at the very least, sure that that person is okay. Okay. Then I would get back into my car and drive away before cops came. All right. Well, that's that, because that, I have a conscience. That's you. That's me. It's not everybody else. I may not have a respect for the law, but I've got a conscience. The uh, rainfall in Western Mass on Sunday has led to a sewage discharge in several areas in Holyoke along the Connecticut River. And just 20 days before Christmas, most areas in the Pioneer Valley saw between 0.5 inches to a inch and a half of rain on Sunday. Three of the ten combined sewer, sewer overflow locations in Holyoke have discharged into the Connecticut River. An estimated 726,380 gallons of poo have been released into the river. Deck the halls with boughs of sewage. The uh, discharge of rainwater, untreated sewage, or partially treated sewage has stopped at this time. The city has already taken steps in recent years to address discharging pollutants from combined sewer overflow into the river, which is a violation of federal and state wastewater discharge permits. A plan is in the works to separate wastewater and rainwater drain drainage systems as well as eliminate the Jackson Street combined sewer overflow. The public is advised to avoid the water in communities bordering the Connecticut River. <laughs> wow. You mean all of them? <laughs> yeah. South Hadley and Chicopee. Uh, this includes swimming, fishing, and boating for 48 hours after the discharge is stopped due to the increased health risks from bacteria and other pollutants. Let me tell you something. With all the news that we've heard in the last year of all the discharges that have been happening in the Connecticut River, yeah, I'm sorry I'm not going to take your invitation to go boating with you on your on your river cruise. Like, you know, you, you have people go, hey, you should come out on the boat with us this weekend. Really? Mm. On the Connecticut River? Are we doing some uh, poo fishing? See, I'm kind of, uh, I mean, I can understand, uh, you know, uh, people not boating or fishing. But who the hell is swimming in the Connecticut River on December 5th? I have no idea. Maybe Will Reichelt uh, prepping up for that next Ironman competition. Even Reichelt's not that crazy. Well, he was crazy enough to go in there when it was. Uh, yeah, you know. but it's a nice warm, you know, you know, spring day when he decides to cannonball into the river. I don't know if that's a nice spring day swimming in a river of poo. All right, a reasonable spring. Listen, it's it's not you know thirty six seven degrees on December fifth. You know, back in in May, I wouldn't be jumping in that river even if it was you know clean as a whistle. <sighs> I wouldn't be even going near that river. Like, like I was just saying to you, with all the people that invite me out to like, hey, you want to come see, uh, you know, the bands play and the big thing, you know, they have that big band mm-hmm. thing on the middle. I'm like, I, I, I don't know. Wouldn't it be crazy hey, had uh, the Connecticut River been approved for riverboat gambling? 
That way you could play craps in and hey, out of the boat. Hey, there you go. Hey, I like yeah. that. Yeah. You like that? Uh-huh. See uh-huh. what I just did? I see what you did there. You used the gambling craps. Yes, and a play on words. Uh-huh. Clever as it may be. Well, I was going to say the band that's out in the middle of the, uh, the little island there when they play, is uh, they sound like crap and they smell like it too. <laughs> hey, how about that? Yeah, now huh? you're talking. Yeah, now we're talking. Uh, here's a, let's see. Uh, let me see. I want, there's a couple of stories I wanted to get to. Uh oh, this is a good one. All right, you ready? Yeah. Pasqua uh wait, where the hell is it? Where is it? Oh, here we go. The Westfield Soup Kitchen avoided a crisis over the weekend thanks to the generosity of one local business. Sunday dinner almost spoiled at the Westfield Soup Kitchen when their ovens suddenly stopped working. Right? Oh boy. The soup kitchen staff were preparing to bake enough chicken pot pies to feed over seventy people. They popped a few in the oven and quickly realized they ain't baking. Uh, Westfield Gas and Electric was called in. They said the issue wasn't immediately fixable. Longtime uh, soup kitchen worker Todd Phillip uh, said uh, what happened next. So everybody's kind of looking at me like, well, Todd, what are you going to do now? What's plan B? I like that. Like, <laughs> Okay, Todd. This was your idea. That's, you fix it. That's like the, uh, the, the National Lampoon's vacation. Why is the floor all wet, Todd? <laughs> I don't know, Margo. And they're like, what is plan B? We don't have a plan B. Finally, one of the workers said, look, uh, Pasquale's is right down the road. Why don't we give them a call and we can uh, take everything out of the oven, take it down there and see if they'll heat it up for us. And sure enough, we called them and they said, yeah, bring it right down. Right down to Pasquale's. Yeah. Uh, crisis averted. Pasquale's Italian restaurant lending that helping hand ensured that every individual waiting for a meal received one with only about a half an hour delay. That's pretty cool. That's not too bad. Pasquale's is not open on Monday, so 22 News was not able to reach them for comment because they don't know how to use social media and ask somebody via message for a quote. Well, that's a lot to ask. Uh, but uh, but uh, Philip over at the uh, at the soup kitchen said uh, this was awesome, and uh, the ovens are expected to be repaired later this week. And nobody walked away saying, with my papa? With my papa. With my papa. I'm with my papa. No, but see, there you go. There's yeah. a, and, and I play, That's great. You ever have the pizza from Pasquale's? It's pretty good. It's, Not it's, in years. It's it's that building that looks like it's from Italy. Like it's all yes. built up. It's kind of like, listen, I'm not saying anything bad about Pasquale's because the food is pretty good there. I'm talking about the building. It just doesn't really kind of fit. The decor doesn't fit with the rest of the city block. I, I would agree with it that. It looks like an Italian castle. Like, or like, maybe like, you could say the rest of the city hasn't followed suit yeah. from following Pasquale's fine example. Yeah, how come we don't have all the buildings in Westfield looking like a, like an, like 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 you're in Rome, like you're you just you yeah. came out of the Colosseum? Like no one has ever walked around Westfield and says this place reminds me of Tuscany. Uh, no one has ever said that. This is the old world. Are you telling me there's no buildings in Tuscany that look exactly like that? See. This one. This one. <laughs> Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 39. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It is 36 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 654 in the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It is 36 right now in downtown Springfield. On uh, Thursday of this week, Coors Light and Rock 102 is going to give someone a chance to win $5,000. You join Pat Kelly and the Rock 102 Road Crew at Tap Sports Bar at MGM Springfield on Thursday from 7 to 9 
as New England takes on Pittsburgh. If there's a safety in the first quarter, somebody will win $5,000, plus lots of other great prizes from Coors Light and Rock 102. So come watch the game at Tap with Pat at MGM Springfield. You could win five grand from Coors Light and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. I'm, uh, I'm always perusing Reddit all the time. Yeah. This one uh, from the uh, subreddit Off My Chest, where people just kind of like let things loose. Right. Uh, this one, my new manager is a porn star. I feel like I just need to speak about it since I haven't talked to, about her with anyone. A month ago, we uh, the new uh, the, the office got a new manager. When she walked in, I instantly recognized her. How much porn are you watching that you can recognize the people in it? But it took me a few hours to realize where from. Uh, to keep her anonymous, uh, all I'll say is she's in her early 20s and fairly popular in the adult business. If you watch pornography, I'm almost certain you'll have seen her around. She hasn't uh, retired, as far as I'm aware, but, uh, but to be an office manager, surely her adult career has taken a back seat. Well, you don't know that. And maybe stop she, calling her Shirley. Maybe she's just, uh, what do they call that when you're studying a role? Like you're, uh, like an understudy. Yeah, an understudy. or, yeah. uh, or uh, What do they call that when you put yourself in character and then... Oh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a method acting. A method, method acting. acting. Yeah, maybe she's working on like some secretary boss thing going on. Did it ever occur to anybody that maybe she's doing these films for research purposes only? Maybe she has a, a, a she's super friendly, but also takes a no nonsense stance and leads the group when necessary. She's nearly a decade younger than me, but she's brilliant. Is she brilliant, or are you just fixated on the fact that she's like your? Yeah. Your porn dream come true. Oh, my God, she works here? But, you know, the, the moment you bring that up around the office, yeah. you say anything to anybody, you know, or you, uh, or you, for whatever reason, you treat her differently because you know yeah. what she does is a side hustle, I'm pretty sure that creates a hostile work environment, yeah. and then the problem then is you. Yeah, you should really just keep that to yourself. Yes. Um, I don't think you want to tell everybody around the office... You'll never guess who I've been seeing on porn lately. Have you ever uh, have you ever known anybody uh, to be like somebody you, you, you know random? Because <sighs> think about it, think about it. Mm-hmm. You, you got to know. You probably have known somebody unknowingly I, that I, was probably in a movie. I can't say I've ever known anybody that was in a pornographic film. I can say I know people who have had uh, interesting lifestyle choices. Yeah. And didn't realize that until yeah. it was somehow revealed and confirmed. And you know, at that point, you're like, well, isn't that interesting? But I never tr- treated that person differently because they were doing uh, what not to what not and who. I remember back in uh, when, I, when I was going to college back at uh, HCC yeah. years ago, there was a. Uh, there was a lady who ran the computer lab, right? Yes. And uh, there was a there was another guy who you know would frequent the computer lab a lot, and uh, he found on some website a picture of her uh, bare chested. Really? Like she was taking uh, like she was submitting her photos. Uh, to, now this was back in the early days of the internet, like the the nineteen ninety nine where we had to print up the pictures in black and white in order to see them. <laughs> so then, uh, you know, he prints them up and then shows, hey, look at this. This is the chick at the computer lab. And we're like, all right, it's the yeah. chick at the computer lab. All right. So then we could never look at the chick at the computer lab the same way again. 
Well, is she it was po- an adult. It wasn't, you know, no, she, was, I get she it. was probably in her 40s at the time. But is it possible that she didn't want those pictures distributed by students of HCC? Um, this was a willing, I'm willing to put this picture up on the whatever website it was. Hmm. And you can access that website from the computer labs at HCC at the time. I'm sure they have much bigger security in place yeah. now. I got to believe that we probably do know people. Yeah. That do this, have their own OnlyFans page or doing all kinds of nasty business to themselves yeah. and others. Because there's there seemingly appears to be hundreds of thousands of women who are available to do just that sort of thing. Well, I don't I'm not going to uh, I don't because I don't remember exactly. But there was a there was a woman locally who's like a, this famous TikTok star who kind of does like dancing and stuff for the camera. Yeah. And uh, she does her grocery shopping locally. And then people were were noticing that she huh. grocery shops locally, and then she also banks locally. I know a guy who, uh, oh, that was my customer at the bank, and she comes in all kind of bounced up, uh-huh. uh, you know, uh, you know, like she's ready to make the TikTok video. Wow, ain't that interesting? Yeah, see, yeah. the more you know. It's six fifty nine with Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred two. Some fun facts. This Thursday night, the Patriots will be on the road in Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. The Steelers are second in the AFC North behind the Ravens with a record of seven wins and five losses. The Patriots, on the other hand, have lost five games in a row. The first five-game skid the Patriots have seen since I don't know when. Who's going to win the game? Are you kidding me? Please. One does not just walk into Pittsburgh and expect to win. If you are the Patriots, I'm pretty sure you can expect yet another shocking display of unthinkable mediocrity. Get a load of this. According to reports, the Patriots aren't just the sole owners of the worst record in the AFC. They got the second worst record in all of football behind only the Carolina Panthers, who are 1-11 this season. Part of the reason the Patriots are so terrible is because they have the worst scoring offense in all of football, even worse than Carolina. But the news is even more troubling. Not only do the Patriots have the last place offense, they're the first team since the 1938 Chicago Cardinals to lose three straight games while allowing 10 points or less in each of those games. How long ago was that? Well, let's see. It's been 64 years since the Cardinals left Chicago, and 1938 was 21 years before that happened. So it seems to me this record has gone untouched for 85 years. That's nearly 32 years before the AFC began and 22 years before the team was even founded. Isn't that exciting? Sure. There's some pretty terrible football being played right now, but it's terrible football on an historic level. Well, look at what they've done over the last three games. They've lost to the Chargers 6-0, lost to the Giants 10-7, and they lost to the Colts by 10-6. And while that is straight-up crap, at least they're losing and breaking long-standing records at the same time. So you see, there's always a silver lining somewhere, and in this case, you have the New England Patriots losing games like they really mean it. They're not just out there to lose, they're out there to lose hard. And from a fan's perspective, knowing that it isn't going to get any better, you almost applaud the effort, because achieving that kind of ineffectiveness takes real effort. But hey, enough of my yappings, force brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Get a Milwaukee screwdriver set, 20 bucks. Get the Milwaukee 6-in-1 combination pliers, 20 bucks. It's the Milwaukee 20-buck tool sale at Rockies. I'm checking it out on the Rockies app. You can go to the Rockies.com or pick up the flyer in the store. What's on sale at Rockies? It's always at your fingertips. I'm back. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 713 and Van Halen with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Going to be eventually sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, 
Sunny with a high of 36. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. There's a brand new uh, Netflix special on called The Verified Stand-Up. On, uh, it's on Netflix right now. And it's basically a show of a bunch of different comics. Uh, Leslie Liao is one of the comics featured in that show. And uh, she happens to be on the phone right now. Good morning, Leslie. How are you? I am good. How are you? You God. sound like you're ready to go so early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Do I sound like I just woke up? Is it very obvious? Uh, it sounds like uh, maybe you had a half a cup of coffee so far. <laughs> <laughs> no coffee at all. Really? I'm in L.A., so I'm like the sun isn't even up yet. Um. No, I'm no coffee. I'm very impressed with your schedule. Well, uh, don't be too impressed with it. I think when you see 3 o'clock in the morning roll around and that's the beginning of your day rather than the end of your day, it's a totally it's different uh, way of living. I know. I know. It's now, wild. Have you been up all night or in anticipation of this or are you you're just waking up? <laughs> I woke up like half an hour ago, but I'm, you know, I'm a comic. I'm a night person. So yeah. I never do. I never speak before I say 10 a.m. Or well, maybe even 11. Well, you know what? I, I kind of like that idea. If, if we could find a way to not speak before 10 a.m., we'd and be still thrilled make, with it. And well, still make money. Yeah, yeah still make a living. job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But, you know I, but, uh, but, I've, but I've seen some of your stand-up, and this is this is not the voice you roll out of bed with. This is like your everyday, <laughs> throaty uh, you know, uh, you, uh, voice. I mean, it's a, it's a, I, I want to say it's an aberration. It's a hell of a voice. Oh, thank you. I, I mean... It, Coming from a radio, like person, that that I, I feel like that's a, like such a badge of honor. I well, I, if you were looking for some extra voice work, uh, <laughs> we don't have any for you. Let uh, me know. Oh, great, yeah. <laughs> Leslie. I was I was gonna say you really need you really need to kind of you know, up your standards. If, if this is something, I mean, really, lady, I don't know. <laughs> I'll work anywhere if all I get to do is because you guys get to sit down. And record stuff, right? Sure. Yeah. Because that sounds nice. I have to drive around. I have to stand up. I have to, you know, I don't really get to, there's not a lot of sitting. So if I can sit, and then, like, you can wear whatever you want, I think, right? In radio, not yeah, whatever you want. Well, per, within, you know, you're hanging up. Yeah, within reason, sure. Yeah, you, I don't you, know that you guys are both wearing tuxes right now. Yeah, right. We wore we wore our Listen, formal wear for this. I'm wearing Costco dad pants and a flannel shirt. <laughs> it, it, the oh, whole outfit a, costs less than thirty dollars. That's a look. Yeah, it's a, it's a great look. So you're going to be on this uh, verified stand up uh, your show on uh, on Netflix. You're one of the featured uh, your comics on this. Tell me a little bit about what that's all about. Yeah, so there is a um, technically a special on Netflix now. It's called Verified Stand Up, and instead of doing you know, they have these amazing hour-long specials from these great, like the greats. Now they're trying this different format where it's 10 different comedians who are more like, I'd say, the next thing, up and coming, really awesome, and they're all doing 10-minute sets. So and you, together, and, you're going to watch like two and you, hours. And you each get paid one-tenth of a full hour show on Netflix. No, I get paid what Seinfeld gets paid. That's my rate, and I hold strong at that. Wow, good, so, for, you. Um, good for you. Yeah. I said, I, but they're paying me in increments over the next hundred years. So, oh, seriously, so it's um, reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get, you get those yeah, check, checks for pennies that you got to sign over, <laughs> and I gladly accept them. Yeah, to be on Netflix. But, now, yeah, I, I was reading online. You've you've actually worked for Netflix for for a while. Is that right? I had a. I I mean, I'm still there. I have a day job at Netflix. 
like legitimately, not in the comedy department, but it's technically in HR. Okay. Um, so I, I have been multitasking in my life for the last six, seven years. So d- did you have to tell the folks at Netflix and say, listen, you know, I do, uh, I do some stand-up too. And they're like, yeah, 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 Leslie, sure you do. Get, get, get back to filing these uh, HR yeah. forms. Or did, or, or did they take you, you know, like seriously and said, oh, yeah, well, when we have an opening, we'll uh, clear some space out for you. How did that happen? So I, I chose to separate the worlds entirely. So I, maybe my close work friends knew I did stand up just because they knew about my weekends and my schedule. But I just, I'm, um, I would consider it like Superman Clark Kent. In the day, <laughs> I was Leslie the HR girl. And the second I left the building, I go to the telephone pole, change my outfit, you know what I mean? Like whatever Superman does. And I would drive to the open mic. So I kept it completely separate. I did not want anyone on the comedy team to know. I did. Because also, I'm in LA. In LA, everyone has like a secret, like, oh, I'm secretly, you know, a rapper or a ballerina or whatever. (laughs) You know, like everyone has like a secret passion. I just wanted it. I wanted to get good at stand-up outside of the day job. Uh, that right. was always the goal. I have a question for you. Since you're you're in HR at a big, giant media company, how does one get a job acting in those sexual harassment videos? Like, who, how, <laughs> I, I want to be... Yeah. Are you looking for a part? Because I, I, could, I'm looking, I could give you... <laughs> well, I have a lot of experience, and I just, uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to break into this industry, and I okay. really love those videos when we sit down and watch, and I'm like, I could do that, and I could do a hell of a lot better job than that guy's doing. So you would play the what not to do in the y- office. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, an ex- I'm a perfect example of that every day here. So. <laughs> you sound like a dream to work. I hope you guys have HR there. Of course yeah. we don't. And yeah, I'm, right. I'm sure they love you. We have had very, very, very few Interactions. complaints yeah. against us. <laughs> I'm sure. That's not to say that no complaints, but you know, considering how long we've been here, it's a it's a it's a fractional number. I'm sure you get compliments. Like HR comes to you and just says, I'm just you're doing amazing. Yeah. I Everyone's really, saying how amazing and perfect you are. I actually last week she came to me and said, I really like that thing you said that you shouldn't have to that other employee. Would you like to be in this week's video? <laughs> and uh, and that's how I started my career. I can send you some examples if you want. It's sure. Okay. Okay. Right. Throw them my way. <laughs> so, uh, so one of the things that I did find you're doing, you are actually uh, coming to uh, New England, the Stress Factory in Bridgeport on uh, April 11th. I know that's way down the road, but where do you get a load of Bridgeport? You're going to love it. Is that is that is that sincere or sarcastic? Because I've never been. Yes. <laughs> it's sincerely <laughs> sarcastic. <laughs> So what can I expect there? I'm assuming, okay, there's a restaurant, a bar, there's somewhere to sit, and there's coffee. Yeah. That's kind of, I'm really simple. That's all I need. I think the one thing that you'll find uh, most impressive is the highway back to the airport. Yes. I think that's the one thing that you'll be most <laughs> impressed by with Bridgeport. Well, I need to visit you guys. I'm touring everywhere um, in the next couple months, so I need, to, I need to come closer to you guys. Well, we're about an hour and a half north of, uh, of Bridgeport, so you could, you could just, you know, take an Uber and get here. <laughs> um, sure that... An expensive Uber. Wait, you guys are going to send me my own party bus? Yeah, you know what? We're yeah. going to do... We, that's exactly what we're going to do. We're going to send a party bus, and we're going to send the bill to HR to see how they yeah, react right. to it. 
That sounds perfect. All right. Yeah, that's that's a, a there you go. Well, Leslie, it's great to talk to you. Best of luck with the uh, with Verified Stand Up on uh, on Netflix, uh, and best of luck with the, your your tour this year. Thank you so much. And I'll be waiting Hope for a callback for that video. <laughs> I will call you back tomorrow morning. Ah, perfect. I'm your agent now. Thank Very you. good, Leslie Liao with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Hey, it's Patty. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 727, and Hendrix of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he just loves hearing the sound of his own voice. You know, uh, if you miss any part of the Bax and Nagel show, I feel sorry for you because you, uh, you'll have to go on the podcast. By the way. By the way, uh, the podcast is brought to you by Marcotte Ford, the Got Your Back for Sales Service Parts and Rentals, Marcotte Ford and Holyoke. Also check out Baxi's musical podcast, uh, this week, my guest is uh, my friend Rory Sullivan Burke. I've talked to him before. He is the author of the uh, the uh, official unauthor uh, the official authorized biography of John McGee. I call the light pours out of me. This is a book that uh, is about to be made into a documentary by some pretty highfalutin uh, documentary filmmakers. Pretty exciting stuff. Cool. Uh, like I said, it's a great book. John McGee is uh, died many many years ago. Brilliant guitar player. Played with Susie and the Banshees, Magazine, Public Image Limited and many others. One of the great guitar players of uh, the late 70s, early 80s. You can hear that interview on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and on rock102.com. Sweet. You know what I need? Uh, no. You know what I want? Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. I want a zig-a-zig, uh, but I also want a massage, like a real professional one. Not, uh, I'm not looking to, you know, uh, visit one of those places that uh, offers the, you know, the the Sunday with the cone on top of the head and the smiley face. I don't it. know what you're talking about. The, the happy ending. I'm just, not aware of anything like that. I'm not that. looking for that. I'm looking for a good sports massage. So if anybody can recommend a good like sports massage therapy because I got this kink in my neck. From, yeah. It's from riding the bike. You leaning forward? Well, it's because your arms are always constantly down this way. And I do these like wall W's where you lean up against the wall and you're Make a W, and I can feel it like right in my neck, yeah. all the way down. Like, uh, well, try some shoulder. other letter, like an X. No, 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 that doesn't work like that. A Q. No, it works with a W. But, a big uh, W. But I'm looking for like a like a sports therapist, you know, sports massage therapist. You know, um, the folks up here at Elements in East Long yeah. Meadow. Yeah, I've gone to the one in uh, Amherst a couple of times. Yeah. I gotta tell you, uh, they will rip you apart and put you back together. You'll feel that's what I want. I want a yeah. good kneading. A yeah. kneading of the back and neck. Like, that's what I really, really want. If you go in there and say, listen, I got uh, I got all kinds of neck issues that can only be worked out by uh, some uh, large Norwegian man called Horse or Sven, yeah. uh, I would like to have that done, please. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, or, or, the, or the ones where they walk on your back. Yes. You see the ones where they get the like the the chimpanzee bar up above and then they and they walk they, on your they back. Walk on your back and yeah, they hang I, themselves. I don't I don't know if they do that here. But uh yeah, it's like right down the street. Yeah. Okay. Well, go there. maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll check that out. Yes. But I, why not? Do they specialize in like sports injury stuff? Is that uh, If you if you tell a licensed massage therapist yeah. what you're looking for. Uh-huh. And it does not involve a happy ending. They will work on that. I don't, I'm not on looking that, for, I'm uh, not, on that region. I'm not. A, I'm not looking for that. I'm not looking for the uh, that thing that you just mentioned. Elements doesn't provide it. They are legitimate massage therapists, licensed. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, maybe Craigslist has a few uh, 
suggestions. See, I think that Craigslist is probably not the place to Are go. Are you sure? Yes, I believe so. You can probably get a discount. Perhaps, but I don't think you're going to get the kind of uh, recommended fully licensed massage like you might get at like an Elements. Yeah, but I mean, uh, the economy is pretty rough these days. Uh, well, what do you want? Do you want a massage? You're just looking to go on the cheap. I want a massage, but I don't want to pay for it. That's, uh, that's oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, that's how. No, I, I, I would pay for it. I, I, I just, I want somebody who knows what they're doing. I don't want somebody who doesn't know, you know what, you know the ins and outs of, yeah. the, of the human body. At least once or twice a year, yeah. uh, my wife and I will go get like couples massages. Yeah, and we'll make a day out of it. Oh well, yeah, there you go. and uh, and oh boy, last time we did it was like uh, February vacation. Was yeah. it February? No, I think it was like uh, it was it was even sooner than that. I think it was back in May. Oh man, did that feel good? Man, did you feel like a million bucks? Afterwards? I I did. Now, and right. in, in, up in Amherst, you can go in the hot tubs. Yeah, right, and then get the massage. Yeah, which is pretty awesome, right? Yeah, because by the time you're done, you're relaxed, you're loose. It feels like everything's been stretched out. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want. I yeah. want to be, be needed. K-N-E-A-D-E-D. Close enough. Is that is that how you spell it? I believe, you're, I believe you got K-N-E-A-D-E-D? it. K-N-E-A-D-E-D? Isn't sure. that how you spell needed? I, I guess. I don't. I well, don't. how do you know? You're, you're telling me I'm wrong. No, I didn't say you were wrong. I said I don't know. I think you you're got it right. You said close enough. You don't even know what you're talking because about. Because I lost track after you said K-N. K N E A D E D. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. Okay, I'm right. All right. Well, that's fine. Well, I'm not saying don't you're wrong. Say assume that I'm wrong. I'm not assuming. I'm just saying. I, no, I'm basically admitting that I lost track. You basically said I was wrong. Boy, you took it the wrong way. I need a massage. Is what I need. <laughs> Tranquility. I need to release in my life. Serenity. Serenity now. Seven thirty-three at Rock One Hundred Two. Here's your weather. Thirty-seven with Bax and Nagel and Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news. Brought to you by Four One Three Pro Tint for tinting in your vehicle, home, or business. Call Four One Three Pro Tint in Springfield today. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. An investigation is underway in Palmer following an armed home invasion. Uh, according to the Palmer Police Department, officers responded to a residence on Central Street around 2 p.m. after receiving 911 calls reporting a person armed with a knife trying to break into a resident and uh, residence and assault the people inside. That's not a knife. This not is a knife. knife. Officers were able to get out to the residence, but the suspect tried to block the vehicle from leaving and was then hit and continued to chase the vehicle. Uh, Officials uh, confirmed they were able to take him into custody and brought him to the hospital with minor injuries. Hmm, Mm. I wonder what kind of injuries those were. The suspect, who has not been named, is being held without the right to bail and is facing uh, charges of home invasion, assault with a dangerous weapon, uh, domestic assault, and malicious destruction of property. Well, there you go. Uh, There is a traffic alert. Road hug. There seems to be a, an accident of some sort on I-90 eastbound uh, between Palmer and Warren, which is causing a, a backup oh boy. about uh, 12 miles wow. long. So, well, thankfully, not a lot of people driving the mass pipe yeah, this thank, time of the day. Yeah, thank God that's not a heavily traveled route. Uh, there's absolutely nothing worse than being on the pike when there's an accident and you're just stuck. Yeah. I mean, you're, and you're... And you're between exits and there's no way of getting off and getting out of there you know you know what i've noticed always in bumper to bumper traffic you can see how big those signs are like the road signs yeah ones that say i-90 or the speed limit signs like Mm -hmm. they don't look that big 
when you're driving, you know, 70 miles an hour past them on the highway. But when you're sitting in front of it for like an hour, well, you realize it's quite large. Listen, uh, think of it not as a, an inconvenient traffic uh, mishap. Think of it as I get to study all the things. Like I can see now what those cameras look like on that big uh, easy pass thing that you travel under. Huh. huh. That's what they look like. That's how big they are. No. Pretty interest, interesting stuff. I'm, I'm just trying to make lemons out of lemonade, Bex. I feel bad for anyone who's stuck in traffic in a situation like that and having to listen to us and not be able to turn it off. Man, I feel feel for you people. Did, did you catch that? Which part? Making lemons out of lemonade. Oh, I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're taking the, opposite the, we're way taking the sweetness out of it, and we're giving you the bitterness. Because <laughs> that's what you're, you probably in, are if you're stuck in that traffic. And right in now. reverse. Yeah, in reverse. Yeah. yeah, we definitely do that. Uh, state police are reminding residents to call 988, a suicide crisis hotline for those who need help after talk, talking a woman safely off a bridge over the Connecticut River. On Monday, troopers from Connecticut State Police were called to the Baldwin Bridge on I-95, which crosses the Connecticut River between the towns of Old Saybrook and Old Lyme for several reports of a person in distress. Officers found a woman sitting on a five-inch ledge on the of the bridge on the other side over by the uh, metal safety fence. Uh, so Sergeant Matthew Bells talked with the woman while Sergeant Ashley Harkins climbed over the fence onto the narrow ledge approximately 100 feet over the river. Uh, the woman told troopers that she was having a tough time and uh, allowed Sergeant Harkins to help her back over the fence to safety. I'm just bringing this up because, you know, this is the holiday season, and there's a lot of people that are that are really kind of suffering from depression sure. and, and uh, hopelessness and, of course, you know, with – the economy, the way it is, there's not a lot of people who have money to buy things, and that brings an added stress and all that stuff. There was a guy over the weekend, the uh, Springfield MA Sucks uh, Instagram, yeah, posted a picture of a state trooper locally talking a guy away from the Connecticut River, the South End, or the was it the North End Bridge, uh, over the weekend. Wow. So, you know, luckily somebody was there to, to help the guy. Uh, you know, talk them from doing that stuff. But this is the time of year where you kind of got to look out for your friends and your neighbors and all that stuff and make sure that you're uh, you know, hey, not suffering you, any kind of... You, you never know what people are going through. Like, we're, we're all fighting a fight. Right, right. You just don't know to, to what degree. Uh, the police in Chicopee released their review for the month of November. There were a total of 64 people arrested in Chicopee for the month. According to the department, officers assisted with 145 crashes in the city, 453 citations were issued, and 356 reports were taken. A total of 5,894 calls for service were received. Am in Chicopee. In Chicopee. In October, 477 reports were taken and 364 citations were issued. That's, uh, that's like a, almost an increase of 100 more citations in the month of November. Police assisted with 159 crashes. There were a total of 67 arrested, according to a Facebook post by the Chicopee Police Department. Well, we're uh, we're ramping up the numbers yeah. the, just in time for the holidays. And how many of those were at the Walmart? Uh, probably all of them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, don't get confused and start thinking, you know, that Chicopee is a is riddled with crime. Well, it's I, not. I told you the uh, when we were uh, out selling meat out of the back of a truck. <laughs> and, uh, in the AutoZone parking lot, yes, there was a uh, people, uh, people of the woods, people of the Chicopee woods. Yeah. 
right. off of Memorial Drive uh, <sighs> chasing a cat down. And I don't know if they were trying to take the cat in to feed it or the taking the cat in to eat it. I don't know what... What, what kind of cat was this? It was a pussy cat. Don't let that pussy cat get away from us. You know, it's been raining, so it's uh, probably a very wet... Oh, very wet pussy cat. <laughs> Come on over by the bum, dry, by, b- bum drum and we'll dry off. Because everybody loves a dry pussy cat. <laughs> well, dry on the outside. Dry on the outside. Right. They all wet on me. <laughs> Everywhere else. All right. Anyhow, I get myself in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Now, right, now yeah, you're now concerned I'm about a that. Worried about that. A five-year-old girl was allegedly left alone for about five hours on a school bus last week. The girl's father, Christopher Matan, says his daughter Riley fell asleep on the ride to Kitty Campus, both uh, with a K. Kitty Campus. No, that's that's yeah. educational. Uh, preschool in Dartmouth on Thursday. The company re- uh, reportedly left the girl on the bus, and the driver didn't check the vehicle after returning to the bus yard in New Bedford. Right? Matan said he spoke with the daycare, and they told him his daughter was marked present that day. Police are still investigating. Listen, if you can't spell campus with a C, <laughs> you might not want to drop your kid off and trust these people. Well, it seems to me the bus driver could use some remedial help. I mean, if you're if you're when you're done driving, okay. you got to check the bus. Yes, the bus driver probably could use some help and check the bus, but also the daycare marking the kid as if it was there. You know, I mean that's a because nobody rang the alarm bells. The kid was marked. Oh, he uh, that kid's here. Yeah, I don't and know. then uh, five hours later, when the parent goes to pick, can you imagine going to a daycare center and trying to pick up your kid? And the kid's not there. The kid's not there, and yeah. they were marked that they were there. I'd have a problem with that. Yeah, and then somebody goes, "Yeah, hey, anybody check the bus?" Here, <laughs> the kid's sleeping in the middle of the. Uh, the <sighs> it was like longest nap we've ever had. Kid must have been very sleepy. Very very sleepy. Uh, some single women are looking for a man who's attractive. Others want somebody funny, someone with a certain career, or somebody who's more family-focused. Others... Sorry, ladies. I'm taken. Others want a golden retriever man. You ready for this one? Okay. There's a new dating term that's picking up steam called golden retriever man. That's a man who, like the breed of a dog, is sweet, gentle, affectionate, and eager to please, not to mention easy to train. Right. Uh, it's not, it has nothing to do with whether the man drinks in the toilet or scoots in the rug. Right. Uh, I'm thinking a little sporty. Maybe Air Bud, perhaps. <laughs> right? <laughs> Urban Dictionary defines this type of man as a, quote, significant other that's easygoing and makes it fairly simple to maintain a happy and fulfilling relationship. It's unclear what made the term go viral, but this could have something to do with it. Some say the term applies to Taylor Swift's new boyfriend, Travis Kelsey. Others uh, that might fit the bill include Sean Mendez and Tom Holland. Okay. <sighs> it isn't uh, supposed to have a derogatory uh, slant. In fact, it's more of a good thing. I guess. Says who? I don't know. I'm more of a shizu. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I'm just going to bark at a bunch of stuff and then uh, do my business wherever I want. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, there's no, There's no training anymore. I'm more like a basset hound. I'd rather not leave the couch and be bothered. Yeah, or you're like Yellow Dog from Funny Farm. 
Remember Yellow Dog didn't move? Oh, yeah. The right. dog that just sat there? Yeah, that's my, that's that's, yeah, that's you. That's kind of that's dog you. I yeah, am. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. The Golden Retriever, man. Listen, if uh, if you're just there to try to please, you know, you're not going to please everybody. You're going to have the dog whisperer come and uh, train you? <laughs> Yeah. You will go out once a month. You will spend your money. You will. And the dog's like, uh-huh, sure, I will. You will do whatever she asks you to do. The golden retriever, Please. man. Come on. It'd be like a K-69 where there's a K-9. That's what I'm talking about. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today uh, is going to be sunny with a high of 39. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 36. It is 35 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock. It's 755 and Led Zeppelin. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be sunny and a high of 39. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 is giving you 12 chances to win great prizes throughout the month of December with the 12 days of prizes. You go to rock102.com and you sign up. And each weekday uh, through Tuesday, December 19th, we'll give away a $200 value gift to one of 12 local businesses, including uh, Smithland Pet and Supply, Fernari Jewelers, Liquors 44, Act Audio, Caminito Steakhouse, Beauty and the Brow, and much, much more. It's the 12 Days of Prizemas from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. You know, uh, you're talking about uh, local gas prices have yeah. been going down. Have you noticed that? I have. Like, a lot of them are under the uh, the $2 mark. Or the, uh, under three, the $3 mark. Under the $3 mark. $3 mark. Uh, which is nice. You know, I guess that's a little relief, I guess, for, for us schlubs, you know, doing our daily commutes and everything. But uh, first of all, the stop and shop rewards system. Yeah. What a scam that is. I had uh, I had like I had like 70 cents off a gallon because I, I waited to re- redeem like for months. Right. Waited to redeem the uh, the gas rewards. And for every like 100, 100 po- I don't even know how it works. It's something like for every 100 points, you get uh, 10 cents off a gallon. Okay. So I had 700 points, so I got 70 cents off a gallon. Like you convert that on your little app. So what's the problem? Because the price of the gallon of gas is like 340 and then by the time you take the discount off of 70 cents, you're paying just as much as you would if you just went across the street to the Shell station. You know what I mean? Like if you just did, yeah, I see what you're did, did that whole thing. Well, yeah. anytime what? they tell you you can get something from a discount or get something for free, I always kind of scratch my head. And well, like, are you really? No, you're not really getting anything out of it. But uh, the other thing uh, that I wanted to address to the public, this is a public service announcement. The lines at, like, Costco, when you go for Costco gas. Yeah. You know, everybody, like, lines up and they're waiting, uh, you know, because and, and one line is longer than the other because the tank is on the other side of the car. Yeah. So they're just waiting. At Costco, the hoses reach the other side of the car, so it doesn't matter what side that you choose to fill up on they got extended hoses this would make everything better if everybody knows that yeah because not everybody would, does though. yeah but you know what i'm telling you right now so stop being an idiot and holding up the line just go to the first available pump the pump the hose will reach to the other side of the car A i lot- don't really understand why anyone uh any auto manufacturer puts the tank 
on the on the passenger side of the car. Yeah, why can't we do the old flip down the license plate deal again? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, but well, if you can't do that, yeah. then every, everything should be on the driver's side. It just makes more sense. It should, yes, but then, again, you're still going to run into problems when you go to... Regular gas stations don't always have the, the, the hoses that reach the other side of the car. Yeah, I know, but if everybody's, everybody's car, when the the tank was on one side, we'd all be going through the uh, the pumps... In, a, in an orderly fashion, you wouldn't have what you're at. You're talking about people going in opposite directions, having to back out, back in uh, to get their gas. No, you would have everybody on one side uh, doing that. Yes, uh, I would have no problem with that. Yeah, but you'd still have to have somebody back up to one side because a lot of these gas stations don't have. Like I just said about the hose, it doesn't reach that far. Listen, I'm just again. It's just a, I know we don't have time. I just we don't it, have time. It's a it's a public service announcement, and you know what? Once you figure that out, going hey, the pump reach does. Nagel was right. The pump does reach to the other side at the Costco gas station. You're going to be thanking me, going thank you, Steve Nagel, for mm. saving me time and 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 making my life more convenient. Well, you're right. That was a hell of a public service. Yeah, thank you very much. It's uh, 7:59. A Rock 102 translation. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock-solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Listen, I can't speak for everybody here, but this NBA in-season tournament is just about the very best thing I've ever seen. In fact, in the NBA's long 77-year history, this is the single greatest basketball development since the shot clock, the three-point play, and the day they let players wear longer shorts. Who knew that something that seemed so inconvenient and pointless would be able to live up to that reputation so completely? Here, here I was thinking that at the start of the season, that the in-season tournament would be nothing more than a, far, a bunch of farcical nonsense, and doggone it, the NBA did not disappoint. For example, let's take a look at what happened last night during the in-season quarterfinal game between the Boston Celtics and the far less talented Indiana Pacers. By now... I'm sure you've already heard the Celtics were eliminated last night, losing to the Pacers 112 to 122. And as much as I hate seeing them lose out of winning the very first in-season tournament championship, I think in time, I'm going to be okay. Now, Indiana will face the winner of tonight's quarterfinal game between Milwaukee and the Knicks. And after New Orleans beat Sacramento last night, they'll now face either the Lakers or the Phoenix Suns. What's going to happen next? I couldn't tell you. All I can say is that without the Celtics involved, I might be compelled to not care. And yet, the NBA is going ahead with it because it's new and allegedly wonderful. Of course, that might not be readily obvious to fans like you or me, but the NBA loves this sort of thing, whether you're interested in it or not. Here's the thing. The NBA is very impressed with itself because it gives us all something to pretend it's vitally important. It's also the very time, it's also the very first time they've tried it. And the last thing they wanted to have is to have it fail. So to avoid this, I'm predicting that the NBA will try to convince you that this in-season tournament is tremendous and successful, even if you are unable to recall who winds up winning it. But hey, and if my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. There's the king of the hill, the king of the comedy, and now the king of the snow. The Aaron self-propelled two-stage snow thrower rules. It's a beast. Get it now at Rockies for $14.49. Winter Storm headquarters before and after the storm. That's your neighborhood Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch.
Rock 102. 102 Classic Rock. It's 813 and Guns and Roses with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 39. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 36. It is 36 right now in downtown Springfield. T- this is right now. It's tomorrow's high. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Is it, but the weather just fluctuates. Uh, back into this weekend, we're back into the 50s again on uh, Friday and Saturday. This is, this is why uh, weather is such a scam. It is a scam, and uh, Dan Brown's the ringleader of it. He's really I don't think he's in charge of scamming everybody with the weather, but I just think, you know, you, you, you can, how can you predict the things that are unpredictable? You can't. You can't. That's yeah. my whole point. It's not an exact science. I'd like it's to all get, guesswork. I'd like to get paid for being wrong most you, of the time. Well, you do. Well, yes, but on an entertainment level. <laughs> He's doing it for informational purposes. Right. Uh, I haven't. I don't really watch a lot of television, surprisingly. I watch a lot of like videos and online stuff, uh, mostly because I just don't simply don't have the time to get immersed in a in a series. Yeah. Uh, running around doing stuff, but I'm really looking. Uh, I had Apple TV when I watched Ted Lasso. Okay. And which was a great show and was worthy of the subscription to Apple, but there was nothing else on there that I really wanted to see. Actually, there's a there's been a couple of really good shows on Apple TV, like The Morning Show. That's actually a pretty good show. That's Jennifer Aniston in that, right? Yeah, Jennifer <laughs> Aniston, uh, you know, Steve Carell was in the first uh, season and a half or so. Was Reese Witherspoon in that one too? Reese Witherspoon's in there. Yeah, there you go. It's, a good, it's, a, it's actually a pretty good show. Uh, but I, but but I really, I don't take the time. But I really want to watch this one. The and we were talked about this a little bit during Hollywood Trash. The uh, John Lennon. Uh, his last words have been revealed in a new Apple TV Plus documentary, John Lennon: Murder Without a Trial, which comes out tomorrow. Right. Uh, if you were expecting something profound, sorry to disappoint you. This isn't the movies, you know. It's a documentary. Right. John's yeah. final words uh, simply uh, were, quote, I'm shot. See, I really thought his last words were, ow. Oh, I'm shot. Is that how it sounded? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know if, if bullets were piercing my body, I'd probably yeah. say, ow. That's according to Joe Hastings, a concierge at the uh, Dakota building where Lennon lived. He was shot right outside of the building. The documentary also shows, uh, also includes tapes of Lennon's killer, Mark David Chapman, explaining why he did it. He says, quote, you you ever hear Lennon uh, say all you need is love? Uh, here's what I have to say about that. All you need is love and $250 million. He was the biggest, phoniest bastard that ever lived. I wasn't about to let the world endure 10 more years of his menagerie of BS. Wow. Jesus, someone's got a little Somebody's, bug up their ass, don't they? Yeah, I, I don't know, but it's it's one of those things I want to see. I the Beatles, that documentary on Amazon was pretty good, too. The one that they re, like remastered all the color. Oh, the, um, uh, the Get Back documentary? Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was too. fantastic. Um, this obviously is denoting the end, which might not be, oh, wow, I can't wait to see that. You know, but it's more of a informational uh, kind of thing. Yeah. Gives you a little behind-the-scenes look at uh, what was going on. We don't... We didn't have all the things that we have today, like cell phone videos. Can you imagine if something like that happened today? You'd have a million different videos of, of people on the street. Especially a guy like you know John Lennon, where there would have been paparazzi following him everywhere. Yeah, which is weird. 
that that didn't happen? Was that that was obviously a thing back then, or did it not get more aggressive well, it, until the eighties, the late eighties and nineties? It got a lot more aggressive, you know, beyond you know the eighties. I, I would say it kind of like it got really aggressive when you know soon after the royal wedding, yeah, you know, you know Prince Charles and Lady Diana when they got the when they got hitched. Yeah, that's really where it started to ramp up. Yeah. But people in New York were kind of leaving John Lennon alone for the most part. That was uh, Diana. She uh, believes she suffered from carpool tunnel syndrome, right? Isn't that what uh, she Yes, died of? that's exactly what uh, her problem was. Are you sure? I'm sure that's one of the many problems uh, uh, she faced. Netflix's new movie here, we're moving on to a Netflix uh, story now. Netflix's new movie, Family Switch, has everything you want from a Christmas family comedy. You ready? Okay. A zany premise, crazy misunderstandings, and incest. God bless us, everyone. Yeah, that's that's what some people are saying anyway. The movie stars Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner as a married couple with two kids, a boy and a girl. Yeah. Through some sort of holiday movie magic, Ed changes bodies with his son, and Jennifer changes bodies with his do- with her daughter. Right. There's a scene where the brother and sister, who are pretending to be their parents since they're occupying their bodies, are basically pressured by some other adults into kissing on the lips. Yeah, yeah, that's not And bad. no, they don't enjoy it. In fact, it's pretty much a gag. Uh, or they pretty much gag their way through it. And they only do it so nobody will figure out what's really going on. I guess you'll have to find watch the movie to find out what's really going on. Some uh, viewers were disgusted by it and are indeed calling it incest. Okay. I, so, I, I don't know. I uh, That's not something I would be wanting to watch anyway. It's not exactly uh, you know, my cup of tea, but, uh, you know, Jennifer Aniston is Jennifer Aniston after all. Here's a, it's not Jennifer Aniston, it's Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner is Jennifer Garner after all. She's still, yeah, she's, she's still a pretty good looking lady, Jennifer Hell Garner. Hell yes. Uh, I'm watching the. This is people from on Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it now. I'm watching the new movie called Family Switch, and oh my lord, the sudden incest is shake my damn head. That was so unexpected and unnecessary. The random incest in Family Switch caught me off guard. Someone, uh, another person said, while another added, the incest in Family Switch was not needed. Mm hmm. Uh, film journalist uh, Courtney Howard also remarked, Family Switch marks a real low-point body swap comedies as it steals from all others before it without uh, compunction. But you can thank your lucky stars they don't go for the lowest hanging fruit, incest joke, incest jokes. Just kidding. There's plenty of them in there. Okay, well, you know, listen, uh, the nice thing about uh, this is you don't have to watch. Yeah. I know. You, you know, if you know this is going to be a you know, part of the uh, of the show, you don't have to watch it. Uh, in a recent interview, Jennifer uh, Garner addressed the two references that are made in Family Switch to her classic 2004 movie, 13 Going on 30, when her character, Jenna, who's 13 years old, wakes up in a 30-year-old body. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing about this genre or subgenre of comedy is how physical you can be and that you're allowed to make faces and you're allowed to just kind of go for it in a way that typically... We're all trying to be more subtle, and that's not really my, that's not where I live, she told uh, an interview. Okay. Uh, why do we keep going back to these, the same plots lines? You know, how many movies have been made 
since the parent trap, or it wasn't the parent trap. Was it the parent trap? Yeah. Well, they sw- they were just twins that switched families. They weren't. Yeah, right? but there's were- there's been a lot of uh, yeah, like there's been a lot of movies where like one person switches with another. Yeah, and, like they, a, and they have to live each other's lives, and freak, and all of a sudden, crazy hijinks happen as a result of it. Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. That was the one. Jamie Lee Curtis and uh, Lindsay Lohan. Was, mm-hmm. That was a remake of another one, wasn't it? Was yeah, another Freaky Friday. It was and, a remake of call, of a movie called Freaky Friday. Who was in that one? The original. Uh, was it Haley Mills? I think that was uh, the other one we're talking about. Yeah, I don't even know. And anyway, then, and then there was the George Burns one. Uh, 18 again, where he... Uh, right. And then the one with Matthew Perry, where uh, that other kid, he changes places with the kid. I don't know. This, Listen, it's, it's, a plot line that, it's a plot line that's been done, and it's been beaten to death, frankly. And I don't even know if we, uh, if you can, you know, how many new takes you can take on the same theme. Yeah, how many can you? I don't know. It just seems to be, like, enough already. We need we need to come up with some new ideas for Hollywood. Well, don't look at me. I'm not coming up with anything creative. I told you we were talking to Leslie uh, Liao last week, uh, last hour. Yeah, and uh, suggested that uh, maybe those sexual harassment videos that are run by companies should be more on the forefront. I would yeah. like to see more uh, special effects and a, like a laugh track, a laugh track, and, and like somebody famous, like Buddy Ames. Or Willie Ames. Willie Ames. Willie Ames, who played Buddy on yeah. Charles in Charge, uh, would be uh, like a front runner. I, I could, I could see him a sexually wacky... harassing people around the office. Yeah, yeah. He could, he could most certainly create a hostile work environment. Always saying the wrong things. Look, we're coming up with a brand new pilot. Yeah, right here. And every time he puts his foot in his mouth, you hear wah wah, yeah. and then the, and the uh, the studio audience starts to laugh. Yeah, and then uh, and then Scott Bayo is in there too. It's almost like a reunion of Charles in charge. And and then you know, you know Willie Ames has to have like a like a catch line, like "Did I say that?" Yeah. You know, like something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Or or is this like the the new version of Scott Bayo where he's just like a grumpy old man sitting on a couch uh, telling you th- how things should be in the world or how he things used to be? You know, we used to be able to sexually harass our coworkers. You can't do that anymore. Wah. Sorry, buddy. Wah wah. Right, yeah. Did I say that? Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah, you got that, yeah, yeah right. right. Yeah, see, I think we came up with a new show. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we contact uh, Leslie Liao. See if we can get uh, somebody get, a phone number at, at Netflix. Get back on Netflix. It's eight twenty three in Rock one hundred two. Hi, it's one hundred. It's eight twenty six. Bax and Nagel in Rock one hundred two. Uh, Dan Brown, we'll give you the forecast. Uh, today is a Shop Tuesday. This morning at 9 o'clock, you go to rock102.com. You can save 30% off on ski passes for Bosque Mountain in Pittsfield. Family-friendly vibes, first-time skiing uh, or a pro on the slopes. It's 9 o'clock is when everything uh, starts to open at the Shop 30 store at rock102.com. 30% off at Bosque. There you go. Not bad. It's Do not miss out. Pretty damn good deal you got going on there. Uh, let's see. Gary Rome is going to be coming in a little bit. With the dog? I like the he almost always travels with the dog. Yeah. When he's here, he brings the dog. Yeah. yeah it's the best dog on place to buy a car. Yeah, well, the dog is a nice dog. You didn't do it. <laughs> it it's woof. Woof. Go ahead. Uh, try woof. it again. It's the best dog on place to buy a car. Wait a minute. What's my line? <sighs> Forget it. You know what? You can't. Uh, you're disrespecting the dog. I'm not disrespecting yes, him. No, I'm not. I'm just not going to speak for him. You know what? I'm going to ask Gary if he felt that you were re- disrespecting that uh, that canine uh, when he comes. Oh, here. great! Yeah, great. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to answer. Now I'm going to have to answer Gary. 
And you can say, you disrespected my dog? I no, wouldn't I wouldn't want to answer to Gary. Good God, no. Yeah. It's 828. We have news next to Rock 102. Here's your Western. 831. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102, it's time for news brought to you by, hey, look, Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome uh, technicians get to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. All right. Uh, forget what we just said about Gary Rome coming in here because he's not coming in here today. He's coming in tomorrow. And our uh, producer slash sales manager reminded us that uh, <laughs> that was that's tomorrow. Yes. That's not today. All right. Well, then everything is all back <sighs> uh, back on track. I'm glad we have people uh, keeping us in check. Though. Oh, you have no idea. Uh, I think you do have an idea. I think you just don't want to talk about it. You think I'm avoiding the topic? Oh, oh yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure about that. Uh, in Springfield on Monday... On Monday night, uh, police closed off part of Arble Marl Street. The 22 News crew could see multiple police cruisers in the area, and they advised drivers to seek another route. They made a call to police for more information, but never heard back. 22 News will update you as soon as the story has more information and it becomes available. Now, that was last night at 10.48 p.m. Mm-hmm. You, think anybody, uh, you think anybody called them back? Anyway, anyway, I don't, I don't know if anyone called and say, hey, what's going on in our Bowl? Well, you know, uh, the cops never called back, so we don't have any other information about that. But you know what we saw? Cop cars and police tape. It was crazy. And then you couldn't go that way. You had to go around. They call that a detour. You ever see a detour? I have. Yeah. How about a retour? Do you ever have a retour of the area? No, just a, just a detour. Just a detour? That's or a pre-tour. I haven't had one of those either. Crazy. Also, uh, the Mass State and Ludlow police uh, were in the area of West Avenue in Ludlow around 7.30 last night. <clears throat> you want to know what the 22 News crew saw there? No, tell me. A state police cruiser had some damage on its front bumper. Went bang, bang, bang somewhere, but we don't know where. And several cars were being towed away. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. We don't know what happened, but we'll give you more information when we don't get it. You know, when they tell you that they don't know what happened, yeah, isn't that kind of a part of news like when you learn how to do news it's where what when why how whatever and with uh, today's new journalists you don't get any of that you know what you just get a what it it reminds me of years ago of i think it was john stewart making fun of cnn Mm -hmm. when cnn there was a shooting outside of some building in washington dc Right. Yes. And the, and of course the uh, you know the CNN man on the street you know or, or reporter on the street, uh, he John Stewart shows this clip and and the guy from CNN is like there is a lot going on here we just had a police helicopter fly over there's uh there's there there's uh, major police trucks moving into the area so a very busy morning here lots to lots going on uh, with this investigation. And then he stops the tape and goes, that's that's just things you saw. Like, that's not anything. That's not news. That's just observations. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not that's journalism. The, well, I don't think journalism really exists anymore. It's always about what they just saw. Which, I, you know, frankly, if I really wanted to see what's going on, I'll go over there and see what I saw. I remember years ago, I think it was Anthony DiLorenzo. Remember that, I uh, sure that do. snack? I yeah, sure do. That's yeah. right, yeah. He uh he got uh, he got some guff for going up to a I won't say who but it was a local police chief's home during some incident 
to which he was told, get off my lawn. You know, this isn't the time or the place to be asking me questions. That's the kind of go-getters we need, though. Yeah, but that's the kind of go-getter that winds up finding himself in uh, in New York, where I believe he's at now. Yes, yes. Yeah. Very successful. And, yes. Uh, and that's how you make it to the next round. And married to the lovely Kalarama, who, yes. uh, who I think you and I set, her, set them up, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we uh, in a drunken haze, we got those two together. Yeah, we said, are you two dating? And they're like, no. no. Well, maybe you should. They were probably already dating before we I came I don't along. know. I'm sure they did. R- workplace romances don't usually get revealed until... Well, they've they've been going on for a while before right. they actually come to light. Believe me, I got a buddy down the hall. <laughs> He's into me. I bet he would like to be. Uh, but 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 yeah, th- these are just observations. It's not real hard hitting uh, new stuff. But who wouldn't want like a Kaylee Collins coming to your door? I wouldn't mind that. I would have no problem with that. But I would also have no problem if she told me information too. No, no, no. She's getting the information from you. Like you, let's say you're involved in a news story. Yeah. He's hot young reporter uh, from 22 News comes up to your door. You're not going to turn that away. You're going to say, uh, well, sit down here on the porch and I'll grab some tea for us. How about if I make us some lemonade? I'll spin you a yarn and you'll be able to walk out of here with a full story to hear. I think uh, people would, uh, I think that would enjoy that. Don't, wouldn't you enjoy that? Um, if I've ever had to speak to a reporter, mm-hmm. And uh, it's always been in a neutral area. Yeah. I don't really want them by my house. <sighs> I told you I had that uh, that little uh, crush on uh, Kelly Reardon for mm-hmm. the longest time. And oh, then I yeah. finally met her in person at Barry's retirement party, and I couldn't talk. <laughs> it's someone she who was, knew who I was, too. Oh, she knew she exactly. Like, she's like, hi, Steve. And I go, <laughs> Now, here's the funny part yeah. about it, because... Uh, because I was there at that party yeah, and yeah. observed the entire uh, disaster. Yeah. How you describe it is it's almost exactly what just happened. And I'm like, oh, so uh, I turned into like Chris Farley in that Paul McCartney interview. So, like, do you remember when you were doing the weather? <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. I was just, I was tongue tied. Yeah. I couldn't. Uh, it happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. And you and you think you know whether you have a lot of confidence in yourself, and then you finally get into a situation like that, and you really have no confidence whatsoever. This is going to sound you know very very sexist, and I really don't mean it to be. But yeah. the, but the the fact of the matter is is that just about everybody who is on TV, and we've said this before, mm-hmm. looks better in real life. Oh, absolutely. Every single one of them. And uh, so when you meet them in real life. You really have no idea how spectacularly beautiful they truly are until they are right in front right of your big fat face. Front of you. It's yeah. it's it's not and it's not uh, any fault of their own. It's no. just the way the camera looks on it's, you. It's it's the camera, it's the lighting, it can be any number of things. Uh yeah. Uh anytime we've ever met one of these uh, folks in person it's mm-hmm. like, "Wow, hey there. How's it going?" But, uh, but the, the late- problem is I'm getting older now, mm-hmm. so it's becoming more creepy as I as I age. Uh, I believe the late meteorologist Paul Sutton, the first time I met him, I thought, hmm, that's a damn fine looking man. You would never have known that if you just watched him on TV. Paul Sutton was a very good looking man. He was. I bet in his youth he was really something, something. 
The uh, rainfall in Western Mass on Sunday. Why are people calling here? What is the? I, uh, I don't know. Uh, the rainfall in Western Massachusetts uh, on Sunday has led to a sewage discharge in several areas in Holyoke along the Connecticut River. Most areas in the Pioneer Valley saw between uh, half an inch to an inch and a half of rain on Sunday. Three of the ten combined sewer overflow locations in Holyoke have discharged into the Connecticut River. Now they're saying, uh, wait 48 hours before you go take a dip back in the river again or do any kind of fishing in that area. And I would say, who the hell's going swimming in the Connecticut River on uh, anywhere between December 5th through the 7th? And, uh, I'm swimming in raw sewage. I love it. I Again, you know, as I said earlier, uh, these folks who invite me out on their boats and stuff, right. uh, you should bring the kids out on the boat uh, this summer. I don't necessarily think that's a good idea. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, what, because of the sewage or just because you're on a boat on a river? Yeah, because you're you're around sewage. You're, um... Well, Steve, you know, we're around sewage all the time. We probably don't even know it. Remember a couple of years ago when you had uh, poo falls upstairs? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're only just a few feet away from it. It was gushing right out of the toilet all the way down the stairs. That's right. That was disgusting. It was a horrible thing. You weren't even here for that. No, but I heard all about it, and I uh, yeah. and I remember when the uh, when the machinery was brought in to help uh, dry it all up. That was, uh, that was, was that your bunion surgery days? Was I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Look at all the things we've all been through here. We've Poo falls, snakes in the building. Oh, I know. That one, remember the snake whisperer we had here? I do. Jerry, I do Jerry remember Jerry. Our, no, there was a snake in the middle of the hallway, and then uh, the girl down the hall didn't want to touch it. The guy that was here didn't want to touch it. I didn't want to touch it. I certainly wasn't going to touch it. And uh, so all these men who didn't want to take care of this, all we did was put a a, a waste basket over the top of it and trapped it. Yeah. And, and then, after all these men came in here and nobody wanted to touch it, the snake whisperer shows up for work, picks it right up, puts it in the trash can, brings it outside, and throws it out in the garden outside. I would oh, never have done something like that. I would did. never touch uh, a snake. He hadn't. A, he didn't have a care in the world. No. No. That guy, that guy was, uh, he was dangerous if you stayed around him. Remember I told you when uh, the turkeys tried to attack him? Oh, he, that's right. He defended himself. Did a whole stand your ground type of thing. No, I don't remember him. The yeah, we had turkeys in the uh, in the uh, the parking lot here, at Rock 102, for a, like, the longest time. You're talking about the salesville? No, uh, no, no, no. Those are jive turkeys. Yeah. These are just turkey turkeys, gotcha. like actual, you know, like you know, wild turkeys. Okay. And they're out in the uh, the parking lot, you know, mocking people as they're coming out of their cars. You know, like a, like a street gang. You know, yeah. they really intimidating everybody here. Well, one day, uh, one of the turkeys starts chasing after Jerry, and Jerry had had just about enough. And Jerry's not one of these guys that uh, has a uh, a short fuse. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it takes a lot to get him really fired up and angry. Well, I told you in the all the years that I worked here, I heard him swear once. Most people who angry. work here start swearing after the first fifteen minutes of being hired. Oh yeah. Uh, but Jerry is being chased by this bloodthirsty turkey, and then. Uh, to protect himself, he does one of these uh, Jackie Chan, uh, you know, high kicks, you know, the 360 spin, and kicks this turkey right there in the coconut. Really? Stunned him. Not enough to kill him, but enough to stun him. Did the turkey run away? Uh, no, the turkey just kind of stumbled and, you know, then, you know, started to puff up a little bit. It's like, what are you doing here, cuz? Yeah. And then uh, by that point, Jerry was in the building. But, I mean, 
I remember seeing it on the uh, on the uh, on the video screen here. Uh, security, I couldn't believe what he you, did. That how he uh, dropped that thing. That turkey just got jerried. He got That's, totally jerried. Yeah, yep. is that gerrymandering? Is that uh, how they do that? Not the same thing. But no. Jerry showed him who was boss, and it won the turkey. <laughs> he was a he was a good guy, man. Oh, I miss oh, that I mean, guy. He still is a good guy. He's uh, it's uh, he's just not, retired. He's just retired. He Living want, a life. He doesn't want anything to do with the turkeys around this place. No, he's not picking up any snakes. He's not hitting you know kicking turkeys in the in the head. He's not doing any of those things. A uh, couple in San Francisco, uh, in the San Francisco area, picked up a Christmas tree last Friday, strapped it to the roof of their SUV, and ran an errand on their way home. And while they were parked in one lot, someone stole the Christmas tree right off the roof. Did they steal the last can of who hash? I believe they did. There's security footage showing another SUV pulling up next to theirs. Someone gets out, cuts the ropes, takes down three down, loads it in their own trunk, and drives off. At one point in the clip, you can even see another vehicle parking in the foreground. The victim was a man named Jesus. You stole a Christmas tree from Jesus. Jeez. You got to have some real set of balls to do that. This I don't think this was the biblical Jesus, though. Different Jesus? Yeah. Police haven't caught the thief, but the uh, Christmas tree lot provided Jesus with a replacement. Jesus, how can we let you go out of here without a tree <sighs> on your birthday? How can you have the big birthday celebration without a tree? A good question. Jesus comes along and says, "All right, well, thank you so much for the replacement tree." What kind of what kind of dirt bag steals a Christmas tree? I mean, really, think about that. What what does it take? How bad do things have to be where you're stealing trees? You know what I uh, I think about like what people steal. Yeah, and then I think about okay, I can kind of see that. Like, I'm walking around, like, let's say you're walking around a Walmart. Mm-hmm. And, like, you walk by, like, a package of socks. And sure. And there's, there's a pair of socks stolen out of the uh, out of the package, right? Right. To me, that's somebody who really needed a pair of socks. I'm not saying that it's right to do, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying in times of defer- desperation, you need a clean, everybody should be wearing clean socks anyway. That's sure. a good feeling to have on your feet when you have a nice, clean pair of socks. Oh, I love that feeling. I can see that. Something like this, if you're stealing a Christmas tree, you're either, you might be using it for yourself. Yeah. Or you're turning around and selling it for whatever you can get for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you take it down and go, oh, you know what? Uh, this tree, uh, give me 25 bucks and you can have the damn thing, even though the thing might have cost 70 or $80. You're uh, you're only you're charging at a discount. See, that's where I don't have the sympathy for the people. When, okay, when you're stealing an item, this isn't an item that you need to survive. Right, this is an item that uh, you could make yourself somehow without stealing somebody else's. Well, here's the thing, Steve. You know, the average cost of buying a Christmas tree, like a fresh tree, is like uh, now like over eighty dollars. Yeah. Okay, it's expensive, and I get that. You know, if you're down in your luck, you want you want a tree. But you know what you can do. You could get yourself a beautiful bow saw for less than 20 bucks at your local Rocky's Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware location. You can take that bow saw, see, and you can go into the woods and cut down your own tree yeah. for less than a fraction of what it would cost to get a tree in a parking lot somewhere. That's a good idea. Yeah, you cut down your own tree. Doesn't have to be an evergreen tree. It could be, 
you know, like a like a small uh, maple or a, an elm. Oh, I usually like to cut down all the Japanese maples on my uh, neighbor's yards. Those uh, are beautiful yeah, with the red beautiful. leaves and yeah, everything. You put yes. a little light twinkle lights on them. They're, they're beautiful this time of year. You don't have to. You don't have to s- steal somebody else's tree. Did all you, you got to do is come up with like you know between twenty one to eleven dollars. You get yourself a, a beautiful bow saw. Maybe like one of those twenty one inch uh, jobs, and boom, you can cut it out on any tree you want. Did you ever? Did you ever grow your own Christmas tree? No, I have. I've cut my own Christmas tree, but I've never grown it. Have you cut your own Christmas tree? Not in a in a place that was allowing to you to cut down the tree. No, I, that would require me to go into nature. That's I would much rather go to a Christmas tree farm that allows me to pick my tree, and I'll, I'll cut it that way. I wonder if there's anybody out there who does that, like goes and looks actually in the woods going, I'm not uh, paying these uh, highfalutin prices. I'm going out in the woods and getting my own damn tree. Yeah, some people do. Well, where do you do that? Because in most land, like private property? Well, if you outside. have a lot of, let's say you live in the hill towns yeah. and you own a lot of land, and, and a lot of it is uh, like you know forest line property. Well, you can go back there and cut down in all the trees you want. Maybe I should start growing my own Christmas tree. Tell you what, there's, there's big money in uh, Christmas tree farms. You know what you're doing. If I just take one of the uh, stems off the plastic tree and plant it in the ground, I'll have like a little uh, sapling next year, right? Yes, plastic trees be growing out of the ground all year long. Uh, they do it with those cell phone towers. Yes. You know, the ones they... that look like trees? Yes. Well, sometimes they drop some of their stuff and then the next year you got little mini cell phone towers growing up all around you're absolutely right about that never seen that before i can't say i have but uh i'm gonna believe you're right you're gonna pay attention next time you see one of those trees that looks like a like a like a it's a cell phone tower that looks like a pine tree yeah Yeah. you're gonna see it keep my eyes open your uh pioneer valley forecast today gonna be uh sunny with a high of 39 tomorrow sunny with a high of 36 it's 37 right now in downtown springfield i'm steve nagel and that's the news on rock 102 oh yeah hi i'm michael it's 852 with Bax and nagel on rock 102 uh gonna be <clears throat> sunny with a high of 39 it's 37 right now in downtown springfield uh let's see here um oh you know what i should uh, i should let you know that uh, you can win uh football tickets Rock 102 and Aqua Pump are giving you a chance to win a pair of tickets to see New England and Kansas City and Foxborough Sunday, December 17th. You just go to rock102.com and sign up by the end of the day on December 10th for your chance to win. Tickets to see New England and Kansas City brought to you by Aqua Pump and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. And maybe Taylor Swift might be there. Listen, if she's the game, if she was willing to travel out to Green Bay, yeah, to, to see her boyfriend lose. Uh, yeah, why wouldn't she come to uh, to Foxborough? Well, does she have any tour dates that, uh, let's see, uh, Taylor Swift tour dates. Tour dates. Uh, she might have, like, some international show she's doing. She'd come too. back for that. You think she would? Why not? Let's see. Taylor's uh, Swift uh, tour dates. Uh, well, I don't know if we can uh, get this popped up fast enough. But if she, if she has a show going on, she's probably not going to show up to the show. But I don't seems see anything. To, seems to me she's off until February seventh after yeah. the uh, the football season's practically over with. Well, then, oh, even after the Super Bowl, can you imagine if they were in the Super Bowl? That's right. She would. Uh, she would probably bring a lot of attention to that thing too. Yeah, she's going to be in uh, in Japan uh, in February. Japan. Japan. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, you can get uh, crappy seats for less than seven hundred ninety five dollars a piece. In Japan. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a pretty good deal. All right. But I got to believe that, uh, you know, with her in the building, 
at Gillette Stadium. In spite of the fact that the Patriots are playing terrible. Yeah. That'll be a jammed, packed house. It will. Simply because Tay-Tay's in the building. Yeah, because everybody... Uh, Listen, you're going to have like a bunch of fathers with their kids uh, ask him, can you bring me to the Gillette Stadium because we might see Taylor there. Didn't you say your kid asked for a Travis Kelsey shirt? Yes, a jersey. I want a Travis Kelsey jersey for Christmas. Listen, I understand she's very popular, and I understand he's very popular, mm-hmm. but has your kid ever spent more than a half a second watching a Kansas City Chiefs game ever? In her life? No. Ever? No, 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 not at all. No, only the clips from the games that she's at. And, mm. you know, the uh, kid, kid doesn't even like football. But yet, a Travis Kelsey jersey. Because she's dating him. That's the whole thing. And then there's a story that came out yesterday that uh, the rumor is that Travis is on board, maybe to get married to Taylor and maybe even have a possibly have children. And Taylor's all part of the plan, too. And she's on board. Well, then what's going to happen? Then they get divorced, and she writes another album about it. This is how this works. Yeah, and meanwhile, your kid's stuck with a jersey they're never going to wear that you probably spent at least 100 bucks on. Yeah, exactly. Minimum. $100 for a jersey. Dude, that's the cheap end what if of I just, NFL jerseys. What if I just get a red shirt and write Kelsey on the back? With a big Sharpie? And spell it wrong, too. Like, spell it K-E-L-S-Y. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> instead of this L-C-E. It just, uh, just, it just make it up. Yeah, well, that won't open the kid up to mockery. No, well, hey, you know what? This is this is what you have to deal with in life. <laughs> you want to love something so much. Yeah, this is the blue-collar version. Of the of NFL uh, officially licensed because it's not going to last, just like the relationship won't last. <laughs> well, we don't know that. I mean, there's a possibility this could go on forever. I don't think so. You don't think? No, I, I think uh, I think this is the real th- this is the real thing. Listen, this listen. People who are happy and love don't sell albums. You know, Atlanta's more set. Perfect example mm-hmm. of how anger can lead you to having one of the most popular albums uh, of all time. Jagged Little Pill. Right. That was an angry, angry, angry album. That's what sells. Okay, but when you've uh, loved and lost the way uh, Taylor Swift has over the course of her her life, aren't you just at least a a little bit encouraged that that love still exists and that uh, Taylor no. Swift can be happy? No, she's never going to be happy. The whole Her whole career is based off of songs about her heartbreak. Yeah, but what about songs about happiness and joy? There's not too many of those. Most of them are derived around, like, pain and suffering yeah. from, from a love right. that she once had. Many loves. Well, she could sing songs about football. That, uh, that could be painful. She could talk about all the injuries. She could take the injured reserve list from the Kansas City Chiefs roster, yeah. and just read the the names of uh, of players and their uh, and their injuries. Okay, like uh, you know, she could do a song called Turf Toe or uh, uh, or Torn Achilles or uh, I, I, kinda... I I wrecked my ACL. That means two things. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, why couldn't she do that? She's she perfectly like, capable. She likes tight ends. That's hey, a it's a 858 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.